0: Warning. Even
1: noobs say fuck. Even more than-
2: Yeah, that. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another week of Stay a While and Listen. Tonight, uh, we'll be joined by, uh, hi Hiya. And, uh, the lovely Panda. What's up? Uh, as tonight we're going to talk about, uh, Easy Mode.
0: dum dum dum. There are some
2: people out there that says Easy Mode has no place at the gaming table. No right to be included in your video game. Get good, scrub. And what are the arguments for keeping Easy mode around and why we should all remember we started out as noobs?
0: Yeah, cause there was at least one point in everyone's life that that Goomba killed you five times in a row.
2: Yeah, I missed that jump. Turn into that video of that one guy playing that uh, homemade Mario. No, Mames. No, no,
1: <laughs> I
2: love that video. Oh. If you're not familiar with it, please go look it up. It's hilarious. Uh, it's it's glorious. You can usually find it with something like uh, Homemade Mario and putting in No mames. No mames, by the way, is about a Spanish equivalent of, like, damn it. It's a light curse word that still might get you yelled at by your mom. So, uh, use discretion. Don't let your kids
0: discover you saying it because you might have Fanol you know, but Abuelita look at them like the hell.
2: Have I told you what mother-in-law taught the daughter to say? Scheisse. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I had to correct my
2: daughter from cursing in German because you know, I know enough people that speak German. Not she that. did.
1: She did slip up at at school once. I got a text from the teacher.
2: <laughs> that is golden.
1: <laughs> but she didn't know what it was. But she's like, I'm pretty sure it's not a good word to say. And I said, it will be corrected at home. Thank you, ma'am.
2: I was just afraid of her going to, like, oh, I don't know, church with you or something. And... Should... Are you
1: kidding me? I laughed my ass off. But that's that's different. <laughs>
0: I mean, if you're really worried about her swearing, but want to be funny about it and give her a different language, I can give her some choice uh Polish ones.
2: Yeah, let's not say we did. You sure? Let's teach her Klingon.
1: Yes! Actually, I'm okay with this.
0: Yes. (laughs) I 100% approve of this message.
2: Actually, for what it's worth, uh... Back in middle school I thought about trying to learn Klingon and the Klingon instructional book teaches you pronunciation by teaching you swearing.
1: You oh, used to speak now,
2: Klingon. Now the swearing. It's like, you know, honorless son of a dog or whatever. But Yeah, you know, but
0: it, it's Klingon swearing.
2: Oh, well, that's like I have been told that uh some cursing in Chinese that doesn't translate real well is... Neither you know, does
0: it in Polish.
2: Foolish egg and roll like an egg. Which is the equivalent of calling you a goddamn moron and fuck off. Uh,
0: th- the big one in Polish translates to dog's blood and cholera.
2: My, uh, great-grandma used to go around. We don't know where she got this from, Okay. She used to go around, and when when the kid's were underfoot she cawita. Grandma, I speak pretty good Spanish, and I've been working out the prison, so I learned some pretty bad Spanish. I've never heard that before. What the hell is it? Near as we can tell, it's like little running waters, but it was your underfoot cawita. and i I've never heard the origin of it linguistically. It's always been a mystery to me. Huh. So, what we're reeling here for (laughs) is easy mode. There are some people, a certain PC Master Race person comes to mind, (laughs) that swears, you know, the answer is, get good scrub. And there are certain people who wouldn't be experiencing Final Fantasy VII for their first time if easy mode didn't exist.
1: This is very true. I am one of those. Without the easy mode, I would probably have already killed their controller, busted my TV, and said motherfucker cot quat multiple times. No, none of my cussing makes sense. It's great.
2: I have heard a yell motherless whore of a salmon before.
1: I'm also fond of sea biscuits. That's great. I like I've it. I've broken two, two controllers before because I, I won't I won't lie PS2 controllers thrown against the wall. Shit on games. Oh, I'm great at PC. I'm not good at the console games, but I'm willing to learn. And Final Fantasy VII is such a fucking pretty game. I want to play it. I want to learn.
2: I am not going first and foremost. I am not insulting you here. I am establishing where you are in the pedigree. You have the You have tons of nerd cred. So don't think of this as an attack. Yes. But your parents didn't let you have a Nintendo. Your parents
1: Can I can I tell the tell we'll, them why? We'll,
2: we'll, we'll let you we'll let you defend this in a second. Your parents didn't let you have a Nintendo. Your parents didn't let you have a PlayStation. You got a PS2 while you were in college because some loving boyfriend gave uh, gave it to you.
0: Yes, he did. Thank um, you. Um I wonder why he ever did that.
2: Mostly so they could play games at her house. It was a selfish gesture. <laughs> um, then you married me and I gave you the the PlayStation three and four experience and the Wii and the Switch to a lesser extent. You you liked the Wii an awful lot. Let's face it. Party games on the Wii.
0: They were fun. But a big fan of
2: Mario Kart. But even before that, when it came to PC games, you were still a kind of old school PC gamer. You were into the pinballs, you were into the point and clicks, you definitely could do stuff like Myst, uh, Warcraft, but you de- you weren't Diablo. A, you weren't like a half life player either. You weren't like a, a Doom player. So just so we hear where you're coming from, now tell the story about why you've never had a Nintendo Super Nintendo.
1: As much as I love my stepmom to death, who's actually, she was the one that stepped up when the other douchebag stepped out. Um, So she is my mom. But she really thought that video games were a gateway to drugs, the devil, um, (laughs) premature sex, um, anything bad, it came from Video games, because instead of learning and understanding it, her whole thing was, "You can read a book. Here, go read this book." Well, some of her books, guys, were trashy romance novels that were literally just crap. But hey, that's what she liked. the strippers, cool.
2: oh Bother yeah, strippers.
1: the the grocery store diamond yes, dozen, the ones that you so, go to garage. When none of that, didn't have that growing up. So to see something like that was just not in her house. But I had to have a computer for school, and my dad got addicted through one of his partners um, from his job on these PC games, and I was like, Dad, can I play those? Well, your mom hasn't gotten mad at me for these, so why not, honey? Here you go. Cool. (laughs) I got addicted to Diablo. I got addicted to Lemmings. (laughs) I got addicted to a lot of random ass shit. But it was PC and it was fine. It but is worth a lot mentioning. of my friends had these console games, and I would literally sit there and watch them play because I had no idea how you're supposed to get your left hand and your right hand to do what they're supposed to do at the same time. Because I tried piano lessons, I failed.
2: It's a skill that takes time to learn, it's it like, is worth mentioning.
0: But my thing is. If you're playing on the PC, your left hand is ASWD, and your right hand this is, is mouse.
2: But even Diablo, Diablo, and Diablo one and they, two, it was
1: it was different because i was used to typing. But it's it's just different from having to. It's just something weird could be Diablo okay. one
2: and two, Lemmings, Mist, and a lot of the uh, a lot of the puzzles and sea confines and the Sherlock's and the whatever. Mm-hmm. Mostly are played with move around a little bit, and heavy just move the mouse.
0: Oh, okay. She yeah.
2: was doing. She was doing two things differently. Oh, okay. Not two things at That's the same, same time. time.
0: See, I uh, didn't get into PC gaming until oh god, actually, like I can't think of a year, but I can give you a generation of games when Minecraft was still kind of beta staging cost five dollars to download when Wrath of the Lich King came out. That's when I got into PC gaming my own self, whereas since I was like six, I had a your your Nintendo. So I was playing Mario and your side scrollers where I fell in love with the Mega Man oh, and a lot of my games. Uh we didn't have the Sega uh, anything in the middle, but then when I was 10, my mom was like, do you want a PlayStation? I was like, shrug, I don't know. So for Christmas, they were like, I think it'd be a good idea to get the kids a PlayStation. So got a PlayStation with like three games, and that evolved into an N64, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't do Xbox, but PlayStation and Nintendo thumbs up. And I still PC game today.
2: Let's see, just for where I came from, I got my computer, my first computer I got at around 11 years old. It was from my aunt's ex-husband, and he had purposefully sabotaged it by removing some Dells from the Windows folder. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't use word processing, I couldn't use... So I got into a lot of DOS-based games because they functioned. Yeah. And I had, like, Lotus Notes for my word processor. It was really weird until I got to a friend's house and stole the missing Dells from his dad's computer. Like, copied them onto a floppy reinstalled, And, yeah, that Frankenstein computer and I did some nifty tricks. But I started off with...
0: Wait, real quick. How old were you when you said you were using Lotus
2: Notes? Well, it was Lotus typing. It was Lotus maybe. It was Mavis Lotus Notepad.
0: Okay, Just it was be- an old
2: DOS based typing program.
0: Just because all I'm thinking of is the stupid Lotus notes from work that they're like, we're replacing this. I'm like, why? No,
2: it's the same. It's the same family of programs.
0: Okay, because I'm like, wait a minute. How old is this damn thing Mavis, that we're still using?
2: Mavis boat Lo- Mavis Lotus something or other were typing. Instruction programs from the Windows 3.1 era.
0: Okay. I was, I'm sorry, I was just trying to date my work again.
2: Yeah, no, it's, uh, Lotus Notes itself was like Windows 95. Nonsense.
0: Oh, oh god, wasn't that when we had Clippy?
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, my first games were Warcraft. Warcraft.
0: Not World of.
2: Not World of. Warcraft. Warcraft 2. Beyond the Dark Portal. Ah ha ha ha. So when I say For the Horde, I mean it from back then. <laughs> Grom's Hellstream. Very nice. But I had the Nintendo. I had the Sega Master System. If you don't want to know what the Sega Master System is, look it up. Uh. I didn't get the Super Nintendo until I was in high school. A friend of mine gave me their old one when they got a new one. While I was saving up to buy my PlayStation. So my Super Nintendo life cycle was going over to playing at friends' houses. And then I didn't actually get the games and own the games myself until it was already half out the door because, oh, Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy 7 is right there and PlayStation and I have saved up my pittance of an allowance for almost a year, but I got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I stayed away from PC gaming <laughs> until until really recently, really. I, I got my laptop strong enough you can run modded Skyrim so now I'm playing games on PC where most of the time I went to a console Nothing meant to the PC game or master race, but there for a while in the nineties and early aughts, every different game you plugged into the computer, you had to set up the joystick for a different configuration and go through this mess to get everything talking on the same page and fuck it, it just wasn't worth it when I can just hit the power button in the place in the PlayStation turn on.
0: So basically first I ever heard of playing games on computer were uh It was a fight to get my parents to buy, like, a PC and get the internet. It was, like, my brother and I both arguing that this would be a resource we'd need for school. We would need it for uh, projects. Uh, Encyclopedia Britannica on the PC. Who remembers those discs? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. It was an argument for getting things like that. And after a while, you know, got the internet where you'd have your dial tone, your AOL pickup, all that sort of shit, and yeah. Tax telemetry going on there. You're sitting there like, please don't kick me off, please don't kick me off, please don't kick me off. And you occasionally would run across, like, games Emulating on the internet, old computer games like your text adventures, the ones that I would play the most with were old Homestar Runner. When he, (laughs) yeah, yeah, the old Homestar Runner when he'd make fun of like the old games and whatnot. Those were technically other than like Tetris, and I don't count Tetris because. (Sýs) i love tetris everyone loves tetris but it's not what i'd consider a pc game
2: yeah that's like early pc game
0: you know that's like saying oh i'm a pc gamer okay what do you play minesweeper (laughs)
2: <laughs> i play games on my phone what do you play uh, solitaire, solitaire and snake <laughs>
0: <laughs> no 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 you play uh you play snake on your um, texas instrument you know ti-9 <laughs> wait, wait
2: a second real quick who remembers the old games that they made now this was of course high school and everybody thought it was cool to do so of course it was like drugs But it was, but it's basically like, uh, like if you did the same thing as Sid Meier's Pirates, but it's no graphics. You go to this city, you buy ketamine and weed, you go to this other city and you try and sell it for a profit. Who remembers these games? People used to make them on their calculators.
1: No, I don't. Yes, oh. yes we did.
2: Oh.
0: Yes, no. we did. No, well, <laughs> evidently my school was tame then because we had like Mario emulators and the Snake.
1: Oh. I got my first attention because on my com- on my calculator sure. I put boobs <laughs> to the really hot teacher. <laughs> <laughs> she did not find that funny. I still think it's hilarious. She did not find me amusing. She didn't find me hilarious. She goes, "That's inappropriate, you are one day of attention, and I said, "Ma'am, may I have another?" And she goes, Why, what's on your calculator? Hello, but all she saw was the hell cause I had the O my mm-hmm. off with of my thumb, and then I moved in and she goes, You want a week? Yes, ma'am. I don't have anything else to do. Then she realized what I knew was that she had the tension duty that week <laughs> score.
2: <laughs> Natasha, you are a walking 80s movie cliche. Shut up. I'm proud of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's why he married you. Hey, somebody, I'd like it.
2: That and the fact that you like to run either a barbarian or occasionally will run a healer.
1: It's whatever it somebody else is a flank.
2: It always I like to round it out. a meat shield in front or a healer to support the party. No. Easy mode games and a noob, Natasha. You have some interesting perspectives on this. I remember uh, American McGee's Alice. Good. I remember. I you're both still love that upset and I
1: hate it. And oh.
2: that you never got to finish the story. Yeah,
1: I just want not know how it It was frustrating to play. Um, what a lot of people don't understand is I'm colorblind and I have poor depth perception, so video games. Um, are very complicated. Now, most video games nowadays, you can put them in a gray mode. Um, So those of us that are colorblind friendly have a better chance of playing. At the same point in time, it's still hard for me to judge distances. So I need to get my character from the ground up and then to the left. And it might take me a good 15 to 30 minutes to do this one stupid little task because I can't get my hand-eye coordination to do what needs to be done. And it gets frustrating because you keep failing and you fail and then you keep trying and it's just like I God damn it, I can't play. The wall. Yes, yes, I have done the controller against the wall. I did bust a TV. I'm still sorry about that. I bought you a bigger one. It's a better one. It's a 55 inch TV.
2: Okay, you don't need to brag. You're not, <laughs> not trying to sell yourself to these internet people. Yeah. You're faking. You're off the market.
1: No, you're making me feel bad because I busted that TV that one time.
2: Oh, you're fine. I've it's never
1: thrown okay. a controller. I
0: 100% have been playing a game and picked up the mouse and just, wham, on the desk because... Well, shit. I've never broken a mouse. Of course, it was just a one-two-click Logitech mouse that, you know, bam, 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 bam.
2: Tasha, I can't remember. Was it a Wii Remote or a PS3 controller that killed the project? Oh, that hurt the projection screen TV.
1: That was the PS3 controller.
2: Yeah, we had a projection screen TV. Okay, this is back when I worked at Walmart.
1: Yeah, but aren't
0: those controllers also more, uh, more heavy than the Wii controller. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. So they're about know, the same weight as the PS4 controller.
0: Yeah. So because so, they've got that giant battery pack in them. Okay, that's so understandable. That-
1: yeah,
2: this projection it, screen really TV that, that we got be. for a song and a dance, because if it was still in the store during the inventory, it was going to fucking cost the store money. Oh. So they didn't have a box for it even. Damn. So I think we paid five for, at the time, a projection screen controller that, li- or a TV that literally fit in the back of a friend's truck bed. Wow. Okay, because you know those old ones where they had the speakers built underneath it? And
0: my grandparents had one of those. They watched it so much, they burnt it out. Yeah. These things were... It was monstrous.
1: It was huge, and it weighed a million pounds. Yeah. No,
2: it didn't weigh very much at all.
1: Was it not? Oh, no, because this was it.
2: one of those hollow projection screens. Oh, but she, she go got mad. And she, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. Is they took up as much space as a damn entertainment center. Oh,
0: yeah. Like, my grandparents had one when they t- weighed... Half a ton like that.
2: So she threw the remote and it hit the top of the corner of the TV.
0: Did it turn it green?
2: No. Really? No, because this was the, the light projection. Okay. What it did is it broke the, the screen cover. Oh. The, the, the So I removed the screen cover uh-huh. and now all you had was the, was the material there and the material had a little tear in it. So I taped it up from the inside and it worked pretty well, but it did there's just little distortion right up there in the corner.
0: Yeah, but up in the corner, surely what's there? Like, maybe a life bar?
2: Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. It really wasn't a big deal. But she felt guilty enough about it that she did get me a badass TV for my birthday. <laughs> just remember, if you ever divorce me, that TV's mine. See, now she's reconsidered all the threats of divorce that have happened during this quarantine. <laughs>
1: I've been laughing at this I'll, point I'll take you in. Blame it on COVID-19 and I get everything. <laughs> 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 they ain't never gonna know. Shh, don't
0: do I mean, unless you can make it look like it's an immune immune systems defense drowning you, they won't know. And they got
1: so many memes on Facebook right now that shit, it's hilarious.
2: She's just gonna try. She's horrible. going to inject bleach in me while I'm asleep and say that I was stupid enough to follow our president.
1: If it
0: works on the outside, it should work on the inside, right? That's not how scurrying bubbles works. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Grosser. You don't have to. So, uh,
2: <laughs> my, my argument towards the existence of easy mode, we're going to go ahead and start with the one big difference to me. Is games have a story these days? They do.
1: Will some let you play on easy mode and get through the storyline?
0: Okay. Technically, games have always had stories. Unless you're playing, like, a puzzle game specifically. Like, if Dr. Mario didn't have a story, it was just, you know, Throwing pills. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing pills at little faces, and, they're, brrr, brrr, and they die. Okay, there's no story to that. You're killing germs. Yay! But if you're talking about your classic Mario, you had a story. You were saving the princess. There wasn't a story along the way. All you knew was, I need to get from point A to point B, so it was from the furthest left to the furthest right. You jumped on things on the head, and then Toad would tell you, I'm sorry, the princess is in another castle.
2: Womp womp. Sure you, Congress, I'm getting mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Mario got General Warts.
1: Wrap it up, kids. Wrap it up.
2: <laughs> you know, but or... There were stories.
1: Yes, but, but they were
2: you can argue very... that the games weren't story-driven.
0: No. Like, okay, Mega Man.
2: Has a story. Yes. Was it story-driven?
0: Zelda no, yes, was. You went, you beat things up, and then you beat more things up, and you beat more things up.
2: And did you ever see a Zelda in an arcade? That's no. that's my argument is I think that you know as as games moved from the arcade to the home there were a couple big differences and one of them was marketing telling the story <laughs> yes yes definitely <laughs> but like as as game designers started designing games for the home and then future designers came along and I can make a wonderful story and then that the them to the fuck with that design to uh, Oh. Uh
0: names. Probably a Japanese guy.
2: Indigo Prophecy and uh Heavy Rain.
0: Okay. He's a Canadian guy. You lost me. No idea. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name. No. Google to a rescue. Google to rescue Google Save us, Google, save us. The internet is vast and has all the information along with three ads before any answer that you'll ever find. <laughs>
2: I that's true. David Cage Quantic Green uh, He made a movie Okay He made a movie and turned it into a video game I mean, Heavy Rain is made by the same company Quantic Green All right. And those movement actions Basically quick time events before there were Quick time events in fact, that might be where we got the term quick-time events. It okay. might have been in the uh, introduction to Fahrenheit or, or Indigo Prophecy. That's the name in Canada was Fahrenheit.
0: Um, Sorry, Fahrenheit just makes me think of the book, Fahrenheit 451.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think that's why they changed it here. Okay.
0: But
2: they were designed to be stories. okay, Like choose-your-own-adventure games. Neat. And there's definitely a difference the difficulty there. For so what's the main focus he was trying to tell a story. The mist games, one could argue had a great story.
0: Yes. I've heard that those are amazing
2: oh, are, games. Oh, they, they were great. Crazy. But the difficulty really wasn't hard, they were it was stop moving and move the mouse to click on things and figure out the puzzle.
0: Okay, just side note then on your story bit. Because we know that Final Fantasy, its name was derived from the company going out of business and this is going to be their final game that they made, therefore their Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Would you say that they created a more story driven game genre?
2: Not in Final Fantasy 1, they didn't. <laughs> no. Although, seriously, Final Fantasy 1 had a huge story. I mean, compare that to the other RPGs in the Nintendo era. You had Hydlide, yeah. you had Zelda.
0: Uh, you have things like, oh, we're talking going for story things. I was going to say, you have like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
2: You had Hydlide, which didn't have a story at all, and it was a little knight that had two motion Attack Ninja and Turtles was terrible. Did
1: have a little bit of a storyline.
2: Ninja Turtles definitely did have a storyline,
1: but it was also but kind
2: catering
1: of uh, most of the kids that
0: movies, movies from the cartoons. and cartoons. They
2: were catering to the kids from the cartoon. Uh, Link has a story. One hundred percent. Kind of when you're talking about the first adventures of Link.
0: Oh, okay, the first one.
2: When you talk about the first adventures of Link, they
1: got better. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
2: But what was the story you... of the first adventure of Link? It was hiding in the instruction manual.
1: It was
0: they're more objective based. Mm-hmm. Like your stories were in your Dragon manual. Quest?
2: Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy One.
0: What about Castlevania? I've never played. Castlevania
2: of... didn't have much of a story. Okay. It was very much uh at least the first two. Castlevania three, you had something kinda like a story. Metroid, even, didn't have a story. Not really, no. it, it had story you could discover if you cracked open the instruction menu. I think a mm-hmm. shining example of the best story on the on the Nintendo, first generation Nintendo, might be Star Tropics.
0: A game I'm not familiar with, but I've heard the name of.
2: And even it, or, or maybe Deja Vu. Deja Vu was, uh, you remember the old Sam and Max games? Kind of. Or the Telltale games that came out, what, two, the past four years on the, no, because you weren't much of a console gamer. They were point and click mouse games, puzzle games.
0: Okay.
2: You could look around the room and then you'd click on things and get details and you could combine this object with this object across this puzzle. Oh, okay. Deja Vu was an emulator of those on the FamCom.
0: (laughs) Oh, jeez. That's still neat.
2: It, it was a fun it was a neat game, but eight-year-old Brian did not have the patience for it. <laughs> Tasha knows all about not having patience with games.
0: but yeah, I will definitely say that the older games though there was no such thing as easy mode or hard mode there was you're playing the game or you're not playing the game, which isn't scrub
2: oh man. You think you're fucking badass. You remember, oh, I used to play the Mega Man game, and I beat the Mega Man game. Go back and play Mega Man 1.
0: Yeah. Go. Go. Like, there is a marked difficulty difference, even between Mega Man 1 and Mega Man 3. The first two, fucking hard.
2: Fucking try two. Seriously, in my opinion, two is the most difficult Mega Man game. It is. Go back and try two. Tell me how good you are at Mega Man. I'll wait.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, you gamed over all
0: right. <laughs> already?
2: <laughs> you gamed over already? That's what I thought.
1: Yeah, but those, those games do not play around. I think for me, a lot of the patience comes from games because when I first started gaming, I was the kid that had the nickels in the pockets. And we'd go to the arcade because we had one literally two blocks from my house, and I would play the pinball machines. And I really was a pinball it's, wizard. Okay. And I would also play. It's
2: definitely, how you got the, into your mode of playing games. That <laughs> playing like and an
1: arcade player. and I liked the fighting games. Street Fighter. <laughs> Street Fighter was an awesome arcade game, along with Street Fighter Two. I had and it was cool because. You would have kids from different levels, even teenagers, in there playing, and it was really cool to see your initials on the damn scoreboard. And it's like, motherfucker, that's me. I'm I'm a little bitty, Billy Badass. And then I didn't have that access to the console game, so it's like, I'm. Even though I'm 37, it's like I play with the people that were even older than me. And it's like, I'm stuck, so. I watch people play these games, and I love seeing the storylines, but I get frustrated because it's like, why can't I do what, because I'm sitting there with people that have played for all their lives, and it's like, why can't I play on your level? Because I want to get to the storyline. I'm invested in the story, but I can't get my hands to do what needs to be done, and so it's like, I'll just watch somebody play, because I want to know how that story ends, but I don't have the patience to get through the motherfucking game myself, because I'm like, fuck this shit, this is hard. I don't get it. How am I supposed to know what menu to go? And then, while I'm playing Final Fantasy VII right now, I literally don't know how to play the game, but my husband is sitting there going, would you please stop hitting the X button so many fucking times? You hit it once, you do this, I want you to do that, stop clicking. And then I can't, you know, and it's like, oh, that's right, this isn't how it's supposed to be, even though I'm still stuck in like 19 eighty six and it's like, come on, it is now twenty twenty. Get your head out your ass and play a game.
2: I'm not lying to you folks. <laughs> She's on easy mode. Press X to open the menu. During the boss fights, right? Press X to open the menu. Now she has bravered the enemy twice and no longer has the ATB filled up to cure on Barrett, so he's gonna fucking die again.
1: Yep. Oh. <laughs> this is why they have easy mode for motherfuckers like me. That we are trying our best to try something new, and we just can't fucking do it. But you know what? I'm not going to give up. Old dogs can learn new tricks, so we'll see how it goes.
0: It's just a different language to learn, to be honest, because I'm really good at
1: those dance games, and I'm really good at fucking, uh...
0: We know you're good at games.
1: (laughs) We're uh, not good. one with the drums.
2: Rock
1: band? Rock band, thank you. Sorry, I had brain parted. That one pretty that.
2: You know, let, let's go. I can ahead. do
1: those. Those are rhythm games.
2: Oh, man. I remember the Donkey Konga and the Taiko Drum Master. You loved both of those.
1: Hell yeah, I did. I was oh, fucking
2: good at those. One of my favorite Final
1: Fantasy
0: VII. <laughs> it's, okay, there are genres that, like, myself personally, no, I will not do first person shooters. And I consider myself fairly competent with between pc and console games like i loved all of my little handheld games because i was in band i was the first person on the bus last person off the bus so i played a lot of video games read a lot of books i had a lot of free time on my hands but first person shooters i can't do them you know why Because something about them makes me feel like because I'm in their position, like now the screen is flat up against my nose as I'm playing. I'm like, this is disorienting. I feel like I'm sitting three inches away from the screen. I'm getting shot at personally. No, (laughs) so taking the game personally. So either I'm actually the one getting shot, or I'm the dumbest that goes. YOLO! <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Why am I out of lives already? Because you YOLO'd. Again. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> can I have. Did, can I find like a Mega Man head somewhere?
2: No, because no. you only live once. Damn it. That's what YOLO means. Damn it. Pass the controller, it's your brother's turn. <laughs>
1: But I wanted to play the Aladdin game.
2: Oh, God, that motherfucker. Well, that actually
1: reminds me. I did have a Sega Genesis for three months in my house. Um, my mom catered for a little bit. We played Earthworm Jim and Bubsy. But because my brother got so violent with the sharing, they got rid of it. I think they sold it to um, some kids down the street. So, again, not really gaming growing up.
2: Man, I remember going but my into... kid
1: gets the game when she's growing up because I'm not my mom.
2: <laughs> Classically trained. That, uh, that little child's working on Pokemon Red right now.
0: Very nice.
2: Uh, I remember growing up, we would go out to the football games. We were in middle school. We'd go watch the football games and we'd all go back to uh, my friend Michael's house and we'd play his Sega or his Nintendo or his Super Nintendo until 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, crash out of sleep. And then Saturday morning we'd watch cartoons and once noon the clock runs around, rolls around the cartoons are over, maybe we'd eat lunch and then we'd all disperse. But uh, we would buy, one of the friends would always buy like licorice sticks and, and Twizzlers, whatever you want to call them, red bombs. Red vines are horrible. We'd cut them off to the right size, and while we are playing Punch-Out, we'd wear them like little mouth guards. Because children and children logic.
0: (laughs) No, that's adorable. I don't know if your child does it, but I know 100% as a kid. You ever watch when your little kids are playing a game, and they get so into it, that... They're watching the screen and, oh no, my character needs to dodge right, so their body goes right. Oh no, I need to (laughs) jump more, so they jump, they hold a little bit in their chair. Oh no, oh, oh, so they're
1: moving their body with weight. My daughter
2: does it, and my wife does it. Watching those two play Mario Kart (laughs) together is hilarious.
1: (laughs) I totally do that with Mario Kart. <laughs> and I fucking hate Rainbow Road. I don't give a shit which one she picks. I fucking fall off every goddamn time. It fucking sucks. Fuck you. <laughs> fucking fucked hard. Fucking Rainbow Road. Fuck
2: it. Well, it certainly illustrates the diversity of the word. Just
1: fuck it. Yeah.
2: See? Noobs do swear. <laughs> <laughs> that explicit warning there for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. But we all were children listen to this,
1: shame on you. Bad parenting.
2: No, not even bad parenting. Just (laughs) conversational words that adults use that you need to teach your child not to use. It works out. I still think it's ridiculous that swear words are even a thing,
0: but that's a conversation for not this podcast.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But we all started somewhere. Yeah, we did. And I'm sorry. Dark Souls. The entire point of Dark Souls is, is the challenge. It's really hard. It is the challenge. Yes. When I first heard Last Jedi, or uh, Lost Jedi Order, whatever it is, Lost okay. Order. Jedi Lost Order, that's the name of the damn game.
1: It's,
0: it's a gold star.
2: PS4 game came out last year. When I first heard that it was using an engine that's incredibly similar, I got upset. Why? Because. I don't want to play Dark Souls. I don't enjoy I have Nioh for that. Uh, Nioh. N-I-O-H. Okay. For that. And I don't enjoy it, but I, when I want to get my samurai on, it's the best samurai game I have in this generation. Okay. But I want to know the Star Wars story. I won't lie to you. I'm not playing it on easy, but I'm sure not playing it on hard.
0: See, I'm fine with that. Sometimes, so. I've even done this on Smash. You get to that one stage and you're like, I need to get past this because it is a blocking road thing and it's a five star enemy. I've beaten four star with you know on the normal mode hard mode just fine. But this asshole decides that they're gonna have this stupidly rigged stage and an enemy that keeps getting the ridiculous trophy buff. And I've played this a dozen times the previous day, and I'm on try 15 of today, and I'm about ready to bust my Switch in half.
2: So- Fuck it, it's time for easy mode. Yep. Uh, I'm
0: Because I'm like, I want to get my characters- this game is not meant to be that kind of challenge. This is meant for me to sit back, relax, do a lot of punching things in the face, and see a little bit of what kind of story that they kind of put into the game. That's what it's for. It's not for me to bash my head against the wall, going, "Why are you such a
2: twat?" I'm not gonna lie. With you, lie, uh, when I finish Final Fantasy Seven. VII- My first run-through. I haven't used a single guide. I'm not looking ahead. I'm not... Second run-through is going to be all about trophy hunting. And I guarantee you, if the trophies can be earned on it, it's going to be in easy mode. Because I'm just looking for secrets.
0: Yeah, see... So my husband... When we talk about PC Master Race and the person against easy mode... We're talking about him generally, because... He's the one that forgot his first mind for me. So, who was here that specifically was saying, I love playing the game, I just want to see the story, but I can't figure out how to see the story on my own. Yeah. Which is fine. His argument is, this is specifically a World of Warcraft argument that he has thrown and had little. tirades of rantiness a couple of times. WoW Classic has brought back the difficulty where you can die to anything. They're going back and they're fixing some of like the difficulty they took out of it because there were so many people that just said, well, I want to see the end content too. Okay, that's fine. They
2: couldn't get there on their own.
0: Yes, and they didn't want to be social, and that's part of the thing of an MMO.
1: You have to be social, MMO.
0: Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. So these are the assholes that wanted to see the end content and wanted to play it on the heroic level, the hard setting, so they could get the fanciest of the fancy gears, too. They wanted the pauldrons that you, you know, couldn't see around.
2: Mm-hmm. But... Shoulders into next week.
0: Exactly. (laughs) But these were the people that... They didn't earn the right to go see that and access. They complained until Blizzard went... Alright, alright, fine. We're dumbing it down. We're nerfing it. And he hates that. He's like, you're gonna grind... You're going to figure out how to do it. You're going to have people help you. You're going to look for forums. You're going to get advice. You're going to get good scrub. But he also was like, there's a reason that there is the one mode and the heroic mode. And they even would dumb down the heroic mode so that Anyone could see it because they bitched so much.
2: If I can throw out first an observation and then, of course, steer this into my little playground and talk about this a little bit from what I hope is a unique perspective. Uh, First and foremost, online gaming, in my opinion, has to juggle too difficult to invite new people in, and too easy to chase away our hard yes. And there really needs to be a balance there.
0: There does. And WoW was having a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. And this was right around Jerkata.
2: because I, I completely
0: every, agree. Everyone loved Vanilla. Everyone loved BC. Lish King was amazing. Cata, I think, was when the MMO boom mm-hmm. happened. There were a lot of MMOs. There were there are MMOs previous to WoW. WoW figured out a formula that was really good. That's all they did.
2: All they did really was put together a good user interface and a good drawing. Yep. And that's the secret.
0: And... There was actually a story from WoW, from classic vanilla, up to Lich King. Afterwards, it's the the story is to the side of just we're gonna go and kill a dragon or something else. And it's it's it
2: really used to, have to a really it. good story, and now yes. it has a Diablo story.
0: But essentially, you're getting you're Not going to, to
2: talk shit about Diablo.
0: I love Diablo. I'd love me some Diablo.
2: Compare <laughs> Diablo one and two story to uh Baldur's Gate story and uh Neverwinter Nights story and then Diablo 3 story you know there's a definite there's a distinct shall we say shifting of focus
0: which in a way is kind of a shifting of player base or at least a perceived player base. Absolutely. Because your your hardcore, your original players, all the people who love classic or vanilla and are back playing classic, if those are the people that grew up with the game and they're like, we don't like what you did. We left. When you made it easier, we left. Because you changed what we loved. Well,
2: we are you are here for a story, but we're also here because, For a challenge. Yeah.
0: And to a certain extent, especially MMOs, people are there for interaction with others.
2: Now, shifting conversation a little bit, I can't remember. I know you currently are playing, well, currently outside of quarantine, <laughs> are playing D&D 5th Edition.
0: That has been put on hiatus. Because like, of the yes.
2: quarantine. quarantine. Did you ever play 3.5, 3.0, Pathfinder?
0: Uh, yeah, I did play Pathfinder. I wasn't in a 3.5 D&D game, but...
2: Uh, Pathfinder, I, same flavor.
0: It, yeah, very exactly. That's the it's, same flavor.
2: I mean, yeah. Pathfinder 3.0 yeah. came out, 3.5 came actually out. actually
0: where I first got I had my uh, first couple of games with Pathfinder, not D&D 3.5. So.
2: 3.0 came out, 3.5 came out. Pathfinder went one way as D&D went another. Yeah. So Pathfinder continued the 3.5 rule set. Yeah. Um, Pathfinder, is a very complex game. It can be, yes. And with the right table... Character optimization becomes a bible unto itself. Yes, it does. And there are some people that enjoy the challenge of finding the perfect build. And then.
0: Which is fine. There's a reason that it's called. There's a term for it called Munchkinism.
2: It definitely evolves into Munchkinism, power gaming, and uh-huh. character ops that go beyond having fun. And then. 4th edition D&D really tried to cater to a new audience, tried to pull in the the, the PC gaming, online gaming crowd, made everything defenders or strikers or controllers or healers and, or supports.
0: I've never experienced that D&D.
2: Tasha's played some D&D 4th edition. She's played some three point five. She's played some Pathfinder. She hasn't played 5th yet
1: haven't played this, but I'm one of the few people that did, um, my dad was
2: Oh, we know your first. pedigree goes back there. We're not uh, talking about the old stuff to, right now. Oh, I was going to mention no, the cool no, stuff. No, no, so no. Cool. we're not talking about the old stuff. We're talking about the new stuff. Okay. So. <laughs> yes. Hey, we got a reason to drag you back in. after you were getting away. <laughs>
1: I'm so, just here to, to fill in for uh, Matt, Matt while well, he's um, quarantined.
2: No, you're here because you have an interesting perspective to bring to this whole easy mode conversation.
1: Because mm-hmm. I'm a nude, and apparently I have rage issues when it comes to video games. <laughs> so,
0: in- there there is no gamer that has never smashed a mouse, thrown a controller...
2: Hurled a die across the room, ripped a card in half, <laughs> yelled and screamed, maybe punched a friend.
0: Quietly shuffled their cards, said Good game Threw their teeth and washed their hands for ten minutes.
2: Good game, rolled their eyes to the back of their head and imagine drowning their friend while they're washing their hands.
0: Yes. <laughs> well no. That makes it feel mm-hmm. never better. We've never done these things, Tasha. So, Tasha, well, I've been
1: cussing Mario Kart, especially when my daughter is doing so well. Because I am usually about nine or ten out of twelve. I really do suck at these games, but I'm trying my best. Are you having fun? I am having fun, but That's fun. I doing like a.
2: Doing it wrong.
1: But I cuss <laughs> like a sailor.
2: All right, on all these video games. So, from a tabletop <laughs> RPG perspective. You've been in in parties. Yes. Okay, like Adams loves to try and tweak his build and become that optimization. He's not quite a munchkin, he's not quite the power gamer, but he's got... He's getting there. He's close, he skirts that line. He does skirt that line, it's kind of annoying. Then you got Baltazar. We love you, Balti. He doesn't give a damn, as long as the character's good enough, he's more interested in the story and the character. And then we've got some of the old friends, Andrew, um, Raph, Jay, I don't know, where you, you were around when Big Brian was around, you were around when God and and some of these guys were all about, have to optimize, have to optimize, and if you're not optimized, you didn't optimize feel like you were keeping prime. up. That's right. You didn't feel like you were keeping up. And then there were other people with like Nathan and Sherry and B2, and he kept up just fine, and everything was gravy. And then there were people like John who just couldn't build a character to save his life. He was there for the story. With the, with the whole concept of Newberry <laughs> Is it a game that's supposed to bring people up to a certain level? Is it more fun to play with people on your level, over your level, or under your level?
1: I like to play with a mix because if they've been playing for forever and they've got all that experience, sometimes they can bring something new to the table. Um, they're not quite so narcissistic. I try to stay away from groups that have that kind of quality because that's a negative.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it's fun to have some new boots come in because...
2: They think outside that box. They think outside that box. box of their damn game.
1: And sometimes you can give them advice, which makes you a better gamer, because they're struggling with something, and you're like, "Oh, you know what? I struggled with that too. Here's what I did. Oh, I get it now." Or if they try to go too realistic and they get frustrated, you're just like, "Hey, hey, it's just a game. Have fun with it." And if they're not having fun, then you've got to either rethink your story, rethink the players, which can get complicated. But overall, it's supposed to be fun. Uh, it's a way to get away from reality for just a little bit, so you can just relax, let go. Be something that you're not in the real world.
2: Alright. So, you've proven just now you didn't miss an month of February. I caught you. Make you have to go back and listen. We said rule one of gaming. If you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) I don't listen to the podcast. It puts me to sleep.
1: I'll be honest, y'all. She
2: doesn't listen to any podcast. Don't feel guilty, people.
1: (laughs) I do when I can't sleep because... does not it help put
2: you to sleep? It does. Listen to my common voice, Natasha. I'm putting you to sleep right now.
1: Don't you dare. I'm sorry he came across creepy, y'all. I, I just don't let him out of the house because of COVID-19. He's lost his mind. He's just temporarily insane. Just-
2: Candace, did you have a thought?
1: <laughs> so, here's my
0: take on that exact same thing. For, like, my table, I'm actually the noob at our role-playing table. The only thing is, like, I'm that artistic friend, so I have the imagination, I can learn how to plug the numbers here and there, just give me a little heads up, you know, let me understand where it goes, and we're golden. And it hurts when you have someone who comes to the table as a noob and they don't have any of those things. They don't don't have the nut even the base knowledge of, okay, which dice am I rolling, how to roll dice, nor the imagination to fill in the blanks until they get there. You know, where you, even myself.
2: Well, for even lack of a better I'm, word, they're looking for the, the dialogue prompt. They're yes. looking for the choice. Well, What are my choices here? Anything. Yeah. That's too many choices. Can I get, like, two or three?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's. They're trying to play a choose your adventure path where you can go down the dark, mysterious woods to the left, or. or the nice, pretty or side you to the right. Can, yeah, go down the path of poppies on the right <laughs> and hope that you aren't poisoned. You know. But instead, you're going. You have this world to explore i'm giving you some flavor text over here i'm giving you this town of which it's a town we're going to say this is a fantasy setting so it has your generic fantasy things plugged into it
2: you know don't and go a look- 5g tower yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because you know they're playing they're scrolling through facebook on their phone while wandering through the town <laughs> But these sometimes you have the person who is, I want to play, I want to participate, I want to, uh, 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 and you're like, okay, you're invited, you're gonna come, we will supply you with dice, we'll, like, you don't even have to bring a pencil, we'll have pencils.
2: Welcome to my game table. Here's a set of dice. Here's a pencil. Here's your character sheet. We'll get you your first one free.
0: <laughs> exactly, and you're expected to look at numbers. If you have a question, raise your hand essentially and go, I, I don't know what's going on. What number do I need to look at? And we'll help you look at the numbers. Just have a little bit of imagination because not everything is going to be a. I walk up to the man with the exclamation point, I click on him, I click <laughs> accept, and I go, and I go,
2: and, and I, go I go kill go. eight rats.
1: Yes. We'll bring him back to cool. tails. Yes.
0: Mhm. Yeah. And these are all tailless rats for some damn <laughs> reason. <laughs> Fucking fifty rats. There's no tails.
2: Some other person came in and got all their tails and released them. <laughs> Fucking subdual, damned idiots. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah. It, it, as much as it sounds weird, these are car- these are people that it really helps to run a module for. mm mm-hmm. Mhm because it's got things much more on the rails. But we all started as a noob somewhere. I remember at one point in time, in my early college days, my character setting the bar on fire, because I was tired of my one friend and his brother. He was running the game. and His brother was the only one listening to the long-winded exposition to get us on the story. We're locked in the inn until they start the story. Well, fuck it, I want to go try out my build. Set the end on fire.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, but the thing that I don't understand are some of these people who have no imagination to go out and think of something to do on their own in these role-playing games, you throw them into something like Elder Scrolls, where basically you are told... You're going to escape from this thing. You're going to run away from a dragon, and now open world. And right the next thing you out. know,
2: instead of the main quest, they've become the thieves' guild master and the war. Yeah, and you're and like they're, they're doing all the side quests and they're figuring stuff out. But again, it's making a choice. It's not. It's making a choice. It's set in front of you. It's a more complicated hidden choice. Yeah. But the stuff is there in front of them. Whereas if you say, okay, so. Uh the, the man at the bar says, go and uh, go to the dun- dungeon and kill, me, and kill me, this orc chieftain. Bring me back his headdress. Oh, cool. That's what we need to do. We need, we need to go kill the orc. I go to the cave and I go kill the orc. Okay, you're standing in front of the cave entrance. What do you want to do? I want to kill the orc. How are you going to do that? I go in the cave. Okay, so now you're in a 10-foot by 15-foot room, and there's a little door in the back. What you going to do? Try the door. The door's kind of stuck. How are you going to get in? Uh, I kick it. All right. Roll me a strength check. Rattle, rattle, rattle. Nothing happens. You can't get in quite yet.
0: I kick it again.
2: Rattle, rattle, rattle. But that's, ah, that's not working real well. What's it gonna do? Look for a key. Ah, but you're better than those noobs. They're gonna kick it again. Yep.
0: <laughs> um. Okay, in but you're
2: playing a like in first seven, level wizard. In you seven can't seven kick a door down.
0: It, I'm gonna shoulder check it.
1: If they're playing a wizard, why aren't they using a spell?
2: Because they're first level wizards and they have shit spells.
1: I'd still try a spell. Just saying. Open sesame. Does it work? No <laughs> shit. Okay, let little for key. <laughs>
0: you you, you also probably only have X amount of sp- spells to spend that day, and you told them earlier. Don't spend all your spells on stupid shit. Just like when you tell your kid to go to the grocery store, and you tell them, don't spend all your money in the pachinko machines.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will say this from fourth edition onwards: the the having cantrips to spell. Uh, all day long. was so much more thematic. Yeah. I I have praises to sing for 5th edition, because I bought the books a long time ago, but I've never ran them, never played it.
0: Well, it makes sense in my opinion. It's like when you're playing World of Warcraft and you've got a priest or a wizard, and I don't want to cast a spell because I'm really low on mana and I can't afford it, but I've got this here one. Poop, poop, pew, pew, pew. Pew
2: uh-huh. you know, plank,
0: planking the things away. It, it's definitely damage. much
2: more somatic than uh second edition. I've got two spells per day, other than that I've got my crossbow oh I'm out of spell uh there here comes the big boss. Here it comes fireball okay <laughs> fireball dodged. Like, fireball again, everything's dead okay, I'm done I need to go take a, I need to go sleep for the day. I can't continue on the dungeon. We're setting up a tent right here. <laughs> The wizard with his 10-minute workday. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll have conversations on this later. This is anything.
1: why you have to have a fighter mm. in your group, just in case. Because the wizard needs time to recuperate. you got to protect your
2: wizard. Tantrips are an amazing thing. Yeah, but you designers. shouldn't
1: have to
0: sleep in the middle of a dungeon because you ran out of good this spells. This is true. But I'm just but saying. But <laughs> I, I do have some players that i know of that run into a dungeon and everyone is like okay i'm gonna use my little spells i'm gonna use my cantrips i'm not gonna use up all my resources immediately they walk into the dungeon and go fireball okay i need a sandwich and a nap now
2: I've, uh, I was watching, I was scrolling through Facebook earlier, and I think I shared it to our, uh, stay in, stay a while on Listen Facebook page. Join us there if you want to have a conversation. And I think there's a link to our, to our own dual personal Discord. So if you want to chat with us off air, there was one of those family feuds.
0: Or just chat with each other. We I don't care. Sticky.
2: Uh, there's a family feud, and one side is labeled wizard, the other side is labeled cleric. And it was spelled to rob a first level merchant.
0: Fireball. fireball, and he's like, and he's you... looking
2: like you stupid, you whatever, and then he they go looking the board, <laughs>
0: and the family is all there like, yeah, yeah, good <laughs> yeah, answer, yeah. this is great, and he's like, you are a and it like, was neutral, new, and... neutral, new like neutral good wizard trained by the blah blah blah,
2: <laughs> and you said fireball, fireball. let's check Just the board. Forward. And they looked up on the board, and the number one answer is fireball. fireball. <laughs> <laughs> because Wizards' answer it's, for everything is fireball.
0: And Steve Harvey just puts his head in his hands like, oh, God, I'm just out hosting a bunch of degenerates. <laughs>
2: and, and then the uh, the first comment that I saw from the source I stole it from was, I bet number two is lightning bolt."
0: Because they're all standing in line It's the bank
2: (laughs) And our wizard opens His cone of cold and send those hoes away (sighs) Well We're coming about to an hour and ten minutes or so So we'll go ahead and do some closing thoughts But Remember We all started somewhere
0: We all have to start somewhere even if you've been gaming for 10, 15, 25, 30, 40 years, you're going to run across a game that you either haven't played this genre in forever, it's a new genre, or you're like, you know, I'm going to finally try one of those roguelike games. And you're uh-huh. going to sit there, and you're going to bash your balls against the wall for about, you know, a couple days until you go, Well, you're going to sound like I you know. have Tourette's.
1: And just your random line of every cuss word you know. Even the ones that no one
2: even knew existed. Yep. Tasha just turns to Rocco from Boondock Saints. Fucking fuck! What the fuck? Who the fuck? Why the fuck are you fucking fuck? How the fuck did you fuckers fucking fuck? Yes.
0: I mean. It's her favorite word. So now I mean, I think- yeah.
2: Picture's you've, cute, never,
0: <laughs> you've never seen me game, but you've heard me go on rants. <laughs> How different am I?
2: Not very much. There we go. Tasha knows things have gotten bad when I'm no longer yelling at the screen, and I put headphones on and I'm using music to drown out the game. <laughs> that
1: and your eyes literally do go red, and it's just like, oh, shit, here it goes. he have gone insane over a fucking game. So then you just sit there and you watch the show. Because, yeah, it's a dinner and a show, and you're just like, alright, is this where he blows out his brains? Nope. Okay, so It's good. Dinner and a shit show. <laughs>
0: get, get some popcorn, put some flavoring on it, because, you know, not everyone likes just plain buttered.
2: Oh, man. Uh, Spider-Man from last year. Last year or year before?
0: I think year before
2: here before.
0: Yeah.
2: Ah, either way. Great fucking game. Tell the DLC.
0: Why until the DLC? Because
2: now your shield enemies are also your RPG-wielding enemies. Now now your mechs are throwing off stuns and just stupid mess. So, on notes of we all started out somewhere, have some patience, and Tasha's knee hitting the table in a way that looked like it physically hurt her because the look on her face was adorably cute and I'm proud of her for not yelling fuck in our ears we're gonna go ahead she and- She
0: thought about it I did. I'm trying not to cry
2: <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and thank uh, our, our provider of our music, Kevin McLeod and Competech.com, uh, Faster Doesn't in Dark sea Land. and uh, we're gonna say our goodbyes
1: Goodbye Be excellent to each other.
2: And thunk your knee on the table.